Hi and welcome to Healthy Life Hacks. I'm Jennifer Jeffries, the present day wise woman, a realistic naturopath coming to you from the surfing beaches of Australia. This podcast is for those of you who are wanting to really rock your life and health and live from a place of prevention. Let's get into today's episode. Have you ever been for a massage or a treatment of some kind and just floated out after that session? Well, massage therapy in particular helps to increase our serotonin and our dopamine levels. And at the same time, it's helping to lower our cortisol levels. And cortisol, remember, is a stress hormone. So what is dopamine and serotonin and why are they so important? Serotonin is is one of those main kind of hormones in our body that helps to stabilize our moods, our feelings, our well-being, and our happiness. And it totally impacts our whole body where dopamine is kind of that, that feel-good chemical. It's about achieving things and it's like, and it's, it, it interacts with our reward center of, of our brain. So when I, I got, like I've had an epic morning surfing and it's like, yeah, dopamine is pumping through my body, which was really cool. And it has a really vital role on our general happiness for the day. And seriously, I, I've driven home this morning high as a kite from just such a fun morning. And that's what's really good for us. But massage therapy does the same thing. In addition to our mood, dopamine also affects our movement, our memory, and our focus. So really, really, really important. And have you ever noticed that when you're super stressed out, you feel just immobilized? You think, fuck, what what do I do? I, I don't know what to do. That's normal. Okay, that's normal. So the dopamine has been taxed by your stress hormone cortisol. That's the link. That's why it's happened. And that's why I bang on so much about adaptogens and the adrenal glands and all that stuff, because that's where cortisol is produced. Totally immobilizes us when we're, we're so stressed out. And over time, cortisol, it, it just, it wears down our ability for our brain to even function properly. You really do. You, you know, your brain's meant to fire like, and in the end, it, it just goes, oh, I, I want to sit at home. I can't, I can't deal with anyone else. It's just, you're just like, I just want to hide. I just want to curl up and hide. And again, that's a normal response in your body. And it's your body trying to survive. It really is. It's a survival thing. So some of the signs and symptoms that your dopamine mightn't be getting its kick along as much as you want it to, things like muscle cramps and spasms, tremors, uh, aches and pains, stiffness in muscles, all that kind of stuff, like loss of balance, constipation, having a hard time eating and swallowing, weight loss or weight gain, depending on how your body's dealing with the stress. And also GERD. GERD is reflux disease. So I'm going to speak into that. So I just, I promise I'll come back, but I want to talk briefly about what serotonin is first. And I'm talking about these stress hormones so much lately because we are still in this pandemic. As I speak today, half of Australia is locked down. Not cool. And people, I worry about people's mental health. So I really want to talk about these kind of things a lot at the moment. So let's talk serotonin. So serotonin is really cool and it enhances the production of dopamine and it it suppresses the production of cortisol. So it's really cool. Now, people who are depressed, they tend to have, you know, like low amounts of serotonin in their brain and high cortisol in their bloodstream, which is not cool. And so they they get in this cycle where they stress out. When you stress out, your cortisol rises. That screws with your dopamine and your serotonin. And it becomes this cycle. And I've done so much work and I've talked so much on these podcasts about skinny stress heads over the years because I've done so much work with them. And that's where people 
literally their gut ties themselves in a knot whenever they're stressed out. It's a really real thing and it's not good because that's the stuff that down the track leads to, you know, stress heart attacks and things. And I, I really want to talk into this because I'm worried about people's mental health right now. So what happens is, think about it, you're, this is a Chinese medicine thinking, your gut is like a big crock pot, all right? Now, cortisol, the stress hormone, it dampens that gut chemistry. It's kind of like it puts the fire out in the belly, which then lowers the enzymes. Food stews instead of digesting. You know, if you've ever cooked a, a steak on the grill, you put it on the grill, the, the grill's not hot enough yet. And what happens is you see all the juices and everything seeping out of the meat. It looks like it's broiling and it's not good. And that's what's happening inside your gut. So when your gut chemistry is out of whack, the amino acids aren't able to be taken up to the brain to even turn on the serotonin and dopamine anyway. So that's why people get in this this stress-depressed kind of cycle, and it's not cool. So what do we do? Let's go through it. First off, you want to have eat good quality proteins. So good quality proteins because they're making up those building blocks and they contain the amino acids. But the, the full spectrum of amino acids comes when you eat protein that comes from a grass-fed source. And I've spoken about on podcasts in the past about, you know, it, it actually makes me angry. I'll see a in a restaurant, there'll be a sign you know, on the menu that says 300-day-old grain-fed beef. And I think it should say 300-day-old going to make you really bloody depressed beef. It's not good. We want close to nature. If you're going to eat animal protein, do it. But please get good quality because if you're having all the, the grain-fed proteins, you are not getting the amino acids that are needed to turn on your happies. That's really important. The next one is we've, we've got to watch how much saturated fat you're having. So, you know, bring up more fish in your diet because it's got more omegas, more than the hard saturated fats. Saturated fats are, your, you know, your meats and dairy. You want to eat more fermented foods because fermented foods are giving you those really cool probiotics. That's all your sauerkrauts and kimchi, foods like that, uh, and even kombuchas. In balance, I see people guzzling, you know, a liter of kombucha a day. No, not that much. Balance it out, Okay. We also want to move our body. So moving our body, getting everything going helps our body. It, it kind of moves the stress out of our body, which helps our body be able to manage cortisol better. You really want to make sleep your priority. Go back to episode one, where I tell you everything to do with sleep. You want to listen to or play music. Like even this morning, I surfed first, and then I went to two hours of playing my ukulele with this crazy cool bunch of, of um, surfers that we, we hang around on a Friday morning. That is that is totally mental therapy for me. I can't tell you how important it is to me. So music helps to change our vibe. That's important. Meditating. And it can be walking meditations and chanting. There are ways to do it too. So remember that meditating just means to do one thing at once, just staying focused, doing one thing. So meditating is excellent. So let's talk about ways to directly get your serotonin levels up. So when it comes to food, you can't directly get serotonin from food, but you can get tryptophan. Now, tryptophan is the amino acid that's converted to serotonin in your brain. You want tryptophan. Now, tryptophan is that, uh, you know, if you sit down to Christmas dinner or something and you need a big sleep afterwards, that's because it's got the tryptophan in it. That's where you're getting that. So tryptophan, it plays a role in the production of serotonin, the mood stabilizer, the melatonin as well. And that helps to regulate sleep patterns. I'm a big fan of melatonin. The next one is milk. Now, milk is a saturated fat, so it's got to be in balance. Make sure you're having enough good omega-3 essential fatty acids in your diet to balance that out. But it is one of the largest sources of tryptophan. Excellent. The next one is canned tuna. That rocks. 
turkey and chicken, but provided again, close to nature, organic, happy, raised, not stressed animals. Because if we're having an animal that's been raised under stress and fed greens and everything where it should be just pecking around the garden, uh, it changes its body chemistry. So we want the relaxed chicken, if you're going to eat animal, to get the relaxed, you know, all the, the right amino acids. And you're thinking, is, is, you know, is turkey better than chicken? Because, you know, in the States and some places, people will eat turkey for Christmas dinner and then they get that really relaxed thing and they think, oh, turkey's better than chicken. They are pretty, they're pretty similar. And the dark meat has a little bit more. Now, oats, I'm a big fan of porridge. So I love having porridge for breakfast in winter. Porridge is excellent. About 147 milligrams per cup. Really, really, really good. Oats are great for you. Cheese. So again, dairy contains tryptophan, but just make sure you're having enough omega-3s to balance it out. Nuts and seeds. Peanuts are really cool, but peanuts are also, oh, they're a highly sprayed crop and they're a soft shell. So a lot of pesticides and nasties go through the shell. So just watch, again, organic, important. Whole wheat bread. So if you're going to have, you know, bread is a source, that kind of grain, but you want the not white. You want the whole meal close to nature. Chocolate. But it's dark chocolate, guys. Chocolate, 18 milligrams of tryptophan, tryptophan, can't say it, tryptophan per ounce, which is about 30 grams. And that's really about, what, three, maybe about four squares of dark chocolate is the go. Fruits, a medium-sized banana has got plenty. A medium-sized apple also contains tryptophan. And if you're going to take a tryptophan uh, supplement, you want to try and divide the doses out over the day. And what we find is nowadays that most people's diet is light on tryptophan and or they're eating food not close enough to nature. So that's why it's light on tryptophan. So people can be having chicken and, and dairy and all that stuff, but it's not from grass-fed, including your milk, guys. You want your milk from grass-fed source. If you, you're having a you know, crappy quality, you're not getting that tryptophan and it doesn't work. So we talked about moving your body. That's important. Massage, of course, which is how I started. And also bright light, sun, like get it into your body, get out there, get outside in nature. So some digestive enzyme-rich foods, because this is important. Remember the, the cortisol puts a fire out in your belly, food stews instead of digesting. We've got to get that into balance as well. So fresh pineapple, fresh pawpaw, mangoes, kefir, sauerkraut, kimchi, miso, Kiwi fruit and ginger are all useful. The best ones, because with all enzymes, as soon as you cut the fruit, or unless it's fermented like a, a sauerkraut or a kefir or a kimchi or, or, and or miso, but pineapples, pawpaws, kiwi fruit, as soon as you cut them, it starts breaking down. The enzymes break down. You've got like a 15, 20-minute window. So I prescribe people to eat a, one or two kiwi fruit a day all the time because it's so good. It's packaged. You can eat one in a, in a set, you know, in a, in a sitting, and it's excellent. Loaded with digestive enzymes. Now, kombucha is really good because it is fermented and it's got antioxidants and probiotics as well, like bacteria, which is all really good. But like I said, it, it you know, it's it's made by fermenting. You know, it's tea and sugar, and you can still get an imbalance. So don't just go, oh great, I'm going to do that and I'll have a liter a day. And no, too much, too much. Okay, bring it into balance. What I know is with everything in life, our body doesn't like extremes. It doesn't like too much of something. It doesn't like not enough of something. We've got to find that place where our body's able to flow and adapt to what's happening in life. Now, if you are the person where you're on that stress 
cycle where you've absolutely taxed your gut chemistry, you've got to look at adaptogens. You can't not because that's part of the picture. You've got to stop that action happening. Don't just, you know, have your enzymes and not be looking at the step behind, which is the cause. So adaptogens have to be part of it. So healthy life hacks, I'm giving you three today. First one, reduce your stress and cortisol. Bring that into balance and it has to happen with adaptogens. I'll put a link in the show notes to the adaptogen tonic that I take. Number two, make sleep a priority. Like make sleep a priority. Go back through my podcast. I've talked about sleep seriously in probably nearly half of them because it's such an important thing. It governs everything. It's the time of day where everything replenishes. Cortisol, uh, your adaptogens recharge between 2 and 4 a.m. If you are waking for a pee between 2 and 4 a.m., you know that your adrenals are getting taxed. You need adaptogen herbs. Go to the show notes and check out that link. And number three, bring more tryptophan-rich foods into your diet. Really important. Go to the show notes, www.healthylifehacks.com.au and go back and have a look at those foods and consciously bring more tryptophan-rich foods into your diet on a daily basis. I promise it's worth it. I want to thank you for being here today. If you enjoyed my podcast, please let me know by leaving a review on Apple Podcast. Every month, I draw one lucky person who leaves a review on Apple Podcasts to have a free one-hour consultation with me. Be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you're tuning in from so that you always catch the next episode. And if you would like to receive a free copy of my Feed Your Body ebook, simply click the link in the comments below. Join my newsletter and we will get that free ebook sent to you. I welcome your emails and you can write to me at podcast at healthylifehacks.com.au. Until next time, remember, when it comes to life, live it, love it, and get on with it.